Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's time now to go beyond the headlines and for the next two hours, go where every sports fan wants to go. Behind the scenes and into the practice facilities, locker rooms, coaches' offices, and press boxes to get the info before anyone else. This is the ESPN 1320 Insiders. I love a Friday. I love a Friday, but I'm I'm at the point this week where I'm not... I'm not tired. I'm more delirious than anything. Oh, yeah. Like, that's that's the point I'm at. So I am just on one today, James. Oh. And it feels great. Oh. I got to tell you. I'm excited to see what uh, this looks like, Kyle. No, it's not It's not going to be anything different. Just my, my energy is really high today. All right. Like, usually by a Friday, it's like like I'm sitting there before the show, and I'm like, all right, like I got I to gotta really try and amp myself up. And I gotta, I gotta get to this level because if I come in here and I'm just all sleepy like this, like that does a disservice to you, first of all, and to our listeners and our and our viewers on ESPN 1320 TV. So I, I, I you know, I gotta really like ramp myself up. But today I'm, I'm in there. Yeah, I, I'm now envisioning you like looking in a mirror, like psyching yourself up, like hitting yourself in the chest. What do you think I'm doing in the bathroom? Come on, Kyle. Kyle. Come on, Kyle. Yeah, dude. Come on. It's a hundred percent what I'm like. <laughs> Like you seen that? Have you seen that meme where it's the drawing of the guy like sticking his finger in his own chest in the mirror? That's me. <laughs> That's me. Uh, Not fired up on a Friday, man. We got a, a ton of stuff to get into. Of course, we have NFL Week Eleven action got kicked off last night, and the Bengals season's over. Done. So that's that's the thing that happened last night. We'll talk about that. Uh, Golden One Center gets a ton of love in a in a media poll, and Carissa Thompson is out here just winging it. Winging it. We've also got a Kings Spurs preview. Kings and Spurs face off tonight. We'll have Niners, um, Niners Bucks and Raiders Dolphins previews for you. Faraz Siddiqui, of course, Fantasy Friday at Friday. I think this is why I'm so amped. There's oh, yeah. so much going on today. And of course, we'll have Mab props. We're going to get the Kings Spurs game tonight against the 49ers and Bucks game on Sunday. Interesting. So you did not go Kings Mavs. Yeah, no, okay. yeah, I know that's the logical thing to go Sunday to Sunday, but you just never know what's going to happen tonight. No, that's true. And so, you don't want an injury or something to to skew our our vital standings. Yeah, no, 100%. You know, these things are posted on the internet somewhere. Our, t- yeah, t- on the podcast. That's which right. you can listen to at the D'Lo and KC podcast still. It's fine. We're working behind the scenes. We're doing it. Um, let's, let's, uh, I don't, I don't really, the Joe Burrow got hurt and the Bengals are now being investigated for not disclosing his wrist injury 
that he aggravated during the game and he left the game and the Bengals got got smoked by the Ravens. So that's what happened. If Joe Burrow's out, the Bengals are done. Yeah, they're totally done. Go. Uh, you know, I want to give a shout, shout out to Folsom Zone, uh, Jake Browning. But like that, that's a tough situation to step into. Like yeah. really, really tough to step into. Joe Burrow is there everything. And, you know, he hasn't been able to stay healthy all, all the time. Sacramento's own Jake Browning. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Folsom. I, I think Folsom high. Yeah. Um, Arena, I, I really want to get to this Carissa Thompson thing. But, okay. but, but first, Golden One Center, number six in a media poll conducted by Hoops Hype on best arenas in the NBA. Okay. I took part in this poll. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of the 35. Uh, you know, NBA writers around the country that uh, that hoops I reached out to, and to be honest with you, um, I kind of had the the same top three that they have. So the top three, uh, TD whatever TD it is. Garden, TD Garden, with the parquet floor. Yep. Uh, then of course we have crypto or or staples dot crypto dot dot whatever. B C Zoom Staples Arena dot com. Then we have MSG. Mm-hmm. Uh, which again, like I have no problems with any of them. Um, I have I have not been to the Celtics, but I have been to Lakers. Which again, Lakers to me, like the lighting is so spectacular. It's really cool. It it's the best, and so you really feel like the entire court has this like beautiful, almost like golden glow, uh, glow to it, and uh, then it kind of fades really quickly. So the yeah, front they- like row is lit up. And that's where the stars sit. Mm-hmm. But then after that, it's all dark, like where the normal people sit. It's so cool how it looks. It, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. The lighting is beautiful. Why don't the Clippers just also do that? I don't know. Like They, they, they light up the whole thing. It's like, bro, look, look yeah, how Yeah, they cool. just turn the lights on. Like, it's in here. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. when D-Lo and Casey come on, they flick all the lights on. No. Brutal. When I'm in here, I like it nice and dark. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting, though. Uh, because outside of that, like, MSG, then they go chase. Like, that's... Chase gets that because it's the newest stadium. It's new. That's it. But anyone who's been to Chase and who's been to Golden One will choose Golden One every single time. Yeah, it's just a, it's a it's yeah it's it's a better basketball viewing experience. Yeah, it's it's better basketball viewing plus media. The getting around the underbelly of Chase is a nightmare, mm-hmm. and like there, it's really weird as you move through the underbelly of that. There are different really bad smells all the way through. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's not good. Oh, that's not good. Then you walk by a kitchen, you're like, oh, that smells okay. Yeah. And then you walk by like a garbage heap and you're like, that doesn't smell right. Mm-hmm. Um, like the whole thing is a little funky underneath. So and, and so I don't know. So I, I I was a runner for a finals game uh in twenty twenty two. So I show up and I do whatever anybody tells me to do. You get lost. I spent I spent the game standing in a TV truck in case anybody needed their garbage taken out. That's what I did during game two of the NBA finals. Wow. You didn't yeah. even get to be inside? No. I asked the guy. I was like, can I go inside? Because the Warriors won that game and they had like a huge third quarter. They pulled away. It was super fun. And I was like, can I go inside and watch this? Because I had the pass. I could go watch like from the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. Like I could go stand right there. And so I'm like, can I go watch? And the guy's like, somebody might need something. So we're going to, it's like, nobody needed anything, first of all. And I'm 50 feet away. Like, I can just run back over here. Is that the NBC truck or was it No, it was else? the international okay. broadcast truck. Oh, wow. So I helped set up all the di- all the various international broadcasts. I was kind of responsible for, for that group of people. But anyways, um, 
but the first time I went into Chase Center through the through the belly of it, you go underneath and then there's like one turn and you're on the floor from where I entered. Yep. And I was like, this is great. But then I had to go down to the press conference room. Bro, it it's took a me nightmare. 48 minutes. <laughs> it, it's a nightmare to find anything. And I and then I think the biggest inside the bowl, both Golden One and Chase Center are sort of similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the the big open air windows of Golden One and, mm-hmm. and the walkways where you have the beer gardens that you went to yeah. last game. The biggest difference, though, is that Chase Center has still, they chose when they built the building to block out all the way around the bowl. So you when you're on the upper concourse, yeah. you can't look down into the action. Yeah. And that's what's so brilliant about Golden One. Golden One is the only one. I mean, that is, it's such a beautiful venue to actually watch the game. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I think they can fit more in Golden One now than they can in Chase Center mm-hmm. is pretty crazy. Yeah, it's just, it's all the, I, I don't want to dive into all my issues with how, how that stadium's laid out. But yeah, the fact that you walk into Golden One in that in that entrance by the Kings sign at, in Doko, when you yeah. walk in that entrance, and it's just basketball court. It's right there. It's right there. You can see it from everywhere. You can. I. I it's You're in line to get a nacho. You can see the court still. You can still. turn around and see. Yeah. And yeah. It, you don't have to go to portals. If my buddy's sitting in two ten, I go great. I'm coming up to two ten. I don't have to. I don't have to navigate a treasure map to try and find his seat. Even to get up to our seat, we we have to ride this really the slowest elevator of all time. Mm-hmm. And you're just waiting there for like 15 minutes every <laughs> time. Then you get to go after the game. You're trying to go down. And you're like, ah, oh, this is brutal. So. Bulls were number five. Bulls were number five. Uh, Golden One Center is number six. And I don't disagree with that. Like, that's the house that Jordan built, right? Yeah. So, like, it has some history. That's And, again, Madison Square Garden is kind of a dump, mm-hmm. but it's, it's like, the NBA's dump. So it's, like, our it's dump. It's the Mecca. Yeah, it is yeah. the Mecca. I mean, like, you walk in, you're like, oh, this is nuts. It's a little different. Yeah, it's, it's, pretty, in, it's pretty incredible. I've been to New York once in my life. Well, I was, I was on the East Coast. I went into New York City a couple different times. Okay. But we went to go tour Madison Square Garden, but they mm. were like doing renovations to it. So I got to walk kind of around and a little bit inside, but I couldn't actually go inside. Okay. But just being around it, it was like, this feels, this just feels different. Like I've seen this in movies. Yeah. I've I went seen there. concerts here or watched on video concerts here. Yeah. You watched uh, the the movie with uh, Billy Space Crystal. Jam. Billy Crystal oh. too. <laughs> no. I don't know which one you're talking about. He was a referee. Yeah. In a in a NBA movie where they were at Madison Square Garden. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah hmm. I think it's him and Deborah Winger. I don't know why that popped <laughs> into my head. There you go. Sure, um, sure. Yeah, you. I went there for an All Star Weekend, and it was uh, seventeen below, or nineteen below, or nine below. Oh my! It God. It was the coldest I've ever been. I couldn't walk a block without having to go into like a coffee shop because my ears and my face yeah, were getting frostbite. Yeah, you're not supposed to like that's you're not humans aren't supposed to do that. No, it the was humans bad. aren't supposed to exist in that. In those conditions, it was it was horrible, <laughs> um, and but to go to MSG for an All Star game was, you know, like a bucket list thing. So that that's dude, I would brave negative thirty to do that. I also I've All Star game at MSG. Are you kidding? I think that's the fourth time I've been to New York City. I got engaged on top of the Empire State Building. That's neat. Young. Yeah, many 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 years ago. That's really cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Fun fun James fact. There we go on deck. Okay, let's. Let's. Uh, it's forget Paris. That's what it is. Thank you. It has Paris in the movie name. It is forget Paris. I believe that that's the name of the the title of the Billy Crystal Deborah Deborah Winger. And I think uh, Thanks, Vlade Divac is is actually 
in that film. This honestly just sounds a lot like Space Jam. <laughs> Madison Square Garden, Vladdy. Yeah. Like it's just, it's it's Space Jam with, with Billy Crystal. Yeah. Um, Carissa Thompson is making stuff up. Former Fox sideline reporter, Carissa Thompson. He gets. She said on the Pardon My Take podcast, and because of our, our situation and, and what I've had to do with, with 98 Rock, I was not able to, to cut the audio, but more or less, she she went on the Pardon My Take podcast and said that when she was a sideline reporter for Fox, if she couldn't get to the coach before he went into the locker room or the example she gave was she said, what adjustments are you going to make in the second half? And he said, oh, I like that perfume you're wearing. And so she went, okay, I'm just not going to get anything. So she would make something up mm. when she came on TV. No. This has become a big thing. It should be. It is a big hullabaloo. Yes. I agree with you that it should be a thing, but the discussion for me goes beyond just Carissa Thompson. Mm-hmm. And it gets into, A, the job of a, of a sideline reporter who's working for a company that, that paid to get that access. Yep. And and B, I think there's a larger thing. Mike Freeman wrote a really good article about this in USA Today, but about what this what this does and the damage that this does to the distrust, the general distrust of mainstream media. Okay, that that is kind of prevalent in the country right now. So I want to jump jump into the Carissa Thompson stuff a little bit after the break, but we have a ton to dive into with King Spurs. Yeah, NFL Week 11 with the Raiders visiting the Dolphins. We have the 49ers, <laughs> excuse me, hosting the Buccaneers. We're all right. We're talking fast. We're doing all of that. Uh, but James and I have some thoughts on this Carissa Thompson thing before we get into our Kings, 49ers, and Raiders previews. We'll do all that next on The Insider, sponsored by Jiffy Lube. That's James Ham. I'm Kyle Madsen. We're on the ESPN 1320 Sacramento Sports Leader. Bye. To the insiders with James Ham and Kyle Matson, brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN thirteen twenty. Oh yeah, Kings Spurs tonight, Kings Mavericks Sunday, Raiders at Dolphins on Sunday. You can actually catch that Raiders Dolphins game right here on ESPN thirteen twenty. Your home A-chan's of the Las back. Vegas Raiders. Devon Achan back in the mix for the Ooh, Miami Dolphins. Tough test for the red hot Las Vegas Raiders. You can catch all that action. Right here on ESPN 1320, 9.30 a.m. is when coverage begins for Raiders-Dolphins. But that's not all we've got this weekend, James. Okay. After Raiders-Dolphins, we'll have coverage of Seahawks at Rams. Mm. 49ers fans should be big Rams fans this weekend. Yep. I know that's a little bit sacrilege, but uh, a Seahawks loss would do would do wonders for San Francisco. So Seahawks-Rams, a big game for the 49ers. That uh, coverage begins at 1.30 right here on Sacramento Sports Leader. And then Saturday, the Causeway Classic. Stingers up, baby. Uh, let's go, Aggies. <laughs> Sac State visiting UC Davis. Uh, the Causeway Classic. 1.30 p.m. coverage begins there. I think the most fun, least I, least talked about college football rivalry. The Causeway Classic. I need to go check it out. I, you really you know, I'm worried that the weather's going to be bad. Um, you know, again, I'm losing my voice a little bit today, so I, I don't know that I'll be out in the weather. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe next year. If we're still, I was gonna say, if if we're still doing the show next year, fingers crossed. If if we're still now, doing the show next year, I, dude. Given how I got, no, no you know what? No, yeah, I'm not no, gonna. Nope, it's all right. Nope, nope. If we're still doing the show next year, <laughs> shout out to Odyssey. We will we will make it a big thing. 
Okay. We will do a whole thing with going to the Causeway class. Okay, and we'll like wear gear and everything. Yeah, we'll get you a little like like you know the pins at Disneyland that you get that's my first visit. I we'll have. We'll get you all one those. that says my first Causeway. Oh yeah, I That'd have a great. full Disney pin. You know where you walk up and you, people can do yeah. pins with you. Terrific. Oh yeah, I have that. Great. You know the big buttons though that you get, like weddings, anniversaries, my first visit. Oh yeah, I Th- could do you that. Can go my get first those, like, at city halls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, great. That's what we'll do. We'll do that next season. But uh, we're not going to go. But we will be listening right here on ESPN thirteen twenty coverage begins at one thirty. Okay, Carissa Thompson, sideline reporter, former sideline reporter for Fox, now does NFL coverage on Amazon. Said for the second time now. She also said this on Aaron Andrews' podcast a while back, like two years ago, that she would fabricate sideline reports at times where she didn't get anything from the coach. They were going to throw it to her. So she just made something up like, yeah, I talked to Kyle Shanahan uh, coming out of the coming out of halftime. He said he loved the way they ran the ball in the first half and he, they need to pick up the aggressiveness on defense if they want to close this one out. Yep. Generic toss it back. So here's my thing with it. And I, and I, and I want your thoughts on this as well, because you are the, you are the journalist here. But for me, that in a vacuum, Carissa Thompson doing that, that does not affect my viewing experience. No. Because nothing nothing valuable ever happens in a sideline interview. It's just kind of part of the beats of the game. Coach comes out, says something generic. Thanks, Coach. And they go. But on the other hand, this is a person that, as a viewer, you're trusting has gone and talked to the coach and gotten the prevalent info and gone, hey, uh... This player is banged up. Do you expect him back? And get something like, but they're, but if she's not doing that, if you can't trust that they're doing that, now that that's where that becomes an issue. That's a mess, man. Uh, so two things. Number one, um, Katie Christensen. I used to watch her go in the huddle, mm-hmm. like she's in the huddle watching it all play out. Yeah. She's right there, like she is never going to make something up on air. Right. Never. Now. Like there are times where, again, like each person has their process. Katie does do a lot of like, like cards that she reads and she studies. And, oh, yeah. and so like when she's going into, she's going to talk about something specific in the game. She'll talk about that stuff. But when she's talking to a coach or when she's talking about what might be happening with an injury, all of it is legit. She's always there. When I walked into a locker room and pregame and I had a list of things that I knew we were going to talk about on the show at NBC, we have, it's not fully scripted as much as it is like we have like three talking points that we're going to talk about when you get up here. Right. So when I go up on set, like, hey, we're going to hit you with questions about this, this, and this. So you're prepared. I'm prepared. If I know we're going to talk about, uh, like, just say with this year's team, the impact of the relationship between Malik Monk and De'Aaron Fox and how that relationship has helped the Sacramento Kings. Great. I will go into the locker room, I'll pull out the recorder, and I will sit there and ask a very specific question, maybe two, to each of them. Maybe I'll get them talking just a little bit, and I'll try to get information from both of them. Then I have two choices. I can either take a direct quote, if someone said something awesome, off the charts, Mm -hmm. or I can take a general consensus of what they said and package it up into a nice, you know, 20-second bit about the camaraderie between them and how sure. much they love each other mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. So that's the job. You you have sort of choices. And it's really tough when you're on air to have a long quote 
Mm-hmm. Like that's not good because then you're going to sit there reading a quote while the cameras are on you. Mm-hmm. So that's not easy. So it's usually quick quotes or a general feel of what they said. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Colby Jones, you're going up against Chris Paul tonight. Just how excited are you to get to that to that level where you get to you get to go play against one of your heroes, you know, one of the mm-hmm. greatest point guards the game has ever seen. And he'll say something, ah, oh, man, this is like what you dream of. Like, and I would go on air right. and say like, man, it, Colby Jones is really excited. He said, this is, you know, something that he's dreamed about since he was a young kid, blah, blah, blah. Right. So you, you're not really editorializing. You might be packaging You're it paraphrasing. In a, yeah, in a tighter, mm-hmm. like made for TV thing. But never would I make up, if I don't know about an injury, I can't go on on TV and say, well, it doesn't look like it's so, that serious. So from what I understand, she wouldn't do that. Yeah. She wouldn't make stuff up about injuries. But if she didn't maybe get what she needed f- from the coach about an injury, she would make up something else instead. And That's crazy. So Absolutely crazy. Like man. I said, it's not like I'm sitting here going, wow, I got duped by Carissa Thompson. Kyle Shanahan didn't actually say that they needed to run the ball better. Like that's not what matters here. What matters is how am I to believe is Carissa Thompson because in that in that instance she's not really a journalist because they're they're paying for the access. Fox is okay. Like that they're 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 in a partnership with the NFL at that point. Yeah, but you're still a journalist because I worked for NBC and we were in a paid partnership. Um, like a television partnership. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a reporter. Like I don't have anything to do with money changing hands. Mm. And so like, I get what you're saying there, but for me, like she should have access. Yeah. And that's what the payment goes to. Anything that you get with that access Mm. is is journalistic. All right, that's fair. The fact that you have access, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's to me, it's like whether it's paid for or not. Like I, I would never on NBC have said anything that the Kings wanted me to say just to say it ever, ever. And I was never asked to, I was never asked to write about anything or say anything that I felt uncomfortable with Mm -hmm. or that was, wasn't a hundred percent true that I, not at all. Yeah. And that makes, so, okay. So that point aside, you're right. But she, the, the issue here is now every, (laughs) Hey, hey, here's if she had gone into her Amazon interview and maybe she did this and Amazon doesn't care, but went, hey, by the way, I made up a bunch of stuff sideline reporting. Nope. How am I to believe anything that she ever says? How am I to, how am I to, how is, I'm like that affects her through in, in how I'm viewing her now. And honestly, you saw all these sideline reporters, Lisa Salters, Tracy Wolfson all come out like, yo, yo, would never ever do that. That's crazy. Yeah. And you hear people tell these stories about watching Lisa Salters from the press, like running after a coach to make sure she gets something. And I think there's a bigger there's a bigger issue here with, and maybe this is me getting on a high horse and and yeah. making this too big of a deal. But I thought Mike Freeman wrote about this beautifully in, in USA Today, and I and I totally agree with him. This just goes to kind of the the larger issue that that people have with media in general now, where people go. Why am I to trust media? Mm-hmm. And there are people who are going to be very skeptical, and there are people who are going to not believe anything that comes out of a out of uh, one outlet or another, or maybe any outlet, and they just think it's all. So I I think that that's the kind of 
bigger overarching issue here that goes beyond sideline reporting is you have this person who is trusted to be a journalist with access that nobody else has to a coach as he's going to the locker room or coming out of the locker room after or before halftime and interviewing that coach and then relaying what that coach had to say. For regardless of what it was, he could have said frog, apple, banana pie. Fine. Then that's what it is. This coach is going insane, it appears. Yes. So for her to be like, I made it up. I was making it up. That, to me, sows that distrust. I'm going, see, look. It, it's the um, the line from Spider-Man. It's with great power comes great responsibility. Mm. And, and in that situation, you do have power. You're feeding a, a small bit of information to the masses. And that information needs to be true and it needs to be correct and to the best of your knowledge. Yep. And, That's the job. And if you don't like what a coach says, you still have to report it. If you there's something that a coach says that you don't believe to be true, you make sure that you make it clear that according to the coach, this, this, and this. Yeah. You that's that's it. Like Yeah. Like I said, in the in the in the scope of a sideline interview, I wouldn't miss it if sideline interviews went away. I wouldn't miss it if if that little thing right before half where they go, Yeah, the coach said this. Okay. Um unless the coach has some um, hey, they're the the 49ers are gonna bench Isaiah Oliver at the half. Yeah. Okay, that's that's interesting now. Or if there's an injury and you get Lisa Salters down there going, Hey, I just just saw them evaluating his knee and a coach said that he's doubtful to return. Yeah. You need that. Yeah. But I don't need to hear the the coach give me NFL platitudes. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, and I think sometimes Cliches. it does come down to, like, ask a good question. If yeah. you ask a good question, you might get a good response. Yeah. What's What adjustments are you going to make at halftime? <laughs> You're right. I'm going to tell you and everybody else in America. So when we right. come back out and those adjustments are out there, the other team already knows what those adjustments are. No. Right. Yeah. No, that's, no. Anyways, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's whatever. It's. <laughs> I'm excited about our next segment. Me too. I'm glad to have some fun here. Faraz Siddiqui, Upper Hand Fantasy, an Odyssey original podcast, upperhandfantasy.com. Uh, Faraz does a terrific job. We always have a ton of fun with him. James and I have questions, fantasy football questions. We are taking your questions in the chat um, at youtube.com slash ESPN1320. Fire off start sit questions, daily fantasy questions. Don't ask about defense or kickers, though. Nope. Faraz isn't having it. We'll do that next. It's Fantasy Friday as we kick off our Week 11 NFL coverage on this Friday on ESPN 1320. We'll also have King Spurs preview. That's hmm. coming up as well. He's James Ham. I'm Kyle Madsen. We're the Insiders on ESPN 1320. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Now, back to the Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. Oops, I hit a button too early. Everybody got a little piece of the... Everybody on the chat got a little piece of the the rejoin. Faraz Siddiqui is here with us for Fantasy Friday. He is the host of Upper Hand Fantasy. That is an audio, uh, an Odyssey original podcast uh, talking all things fantasy football. And he does a really great job, and he's a ton of fun, so we love having him on each and every Friday right here on the Insiders on ESPN 1320. Faraz, how we doing, man? Really good. Really good. You, you know, we were talking cheesecake right before yeah. Um, yeah. we got on here, and now I just, it's Friday. I, I think I know what kind of dessert I'm having i gotta hit cheesecake factory tonight for <laughs> sure i'm trying to cut gotcha. back i'm trying to cut back on sweets because i'm a person if i have one sweet like right now i'm having a donut if i have one sweet it's just immediately falls off the cliff for the day oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. so i'm like you know what i'm trying to be disciplined i'm trying to i'm gonna eat this donut right now but then i'm gonna like that's it for today but right. it's not gonna happen I'm, you I, gotta I do it at like night I'm, because I'm, at nighttime like there's a thing cheesecake. that happens it's like you have to go to sleep like you yeah. have no choice yeah so it's like eat it before bed eat as much as you can and then knock out that, that, that's my strategy <laughs> at least see I, that's why i think i like to cap it off with a nice port because that port kind of lays the groundwork for you to like chill yeah that i love like a port done like little sips and then just kind of chill like and relax and have it go quietly into the night all right, let's talk fantasy football. Let's do I this. could sit here and talk cheesecake all day, but we're going to talk fantasy football here with, with Faraz Siddiqui of Upper Hand Fantasy, an Odyssey original podcast. Get that on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your pots. Okay, big news in the NFL this week, and we, we had some more last night that we'll touch on. But, but first, uh, for Sunday, Dorian Thompson-Robinson is going to start at quarterback for the Browns. Deshaun Watson out for the season. I'm not going to ask about Dorian Thompson-Robinson specifically because I think that's probably not a player unless you're in a two-quarterback league that you're super interested in adding right now. But what does this do to the value of a Jerome Ford, of a Kareem Hunt, and of an Amari Cooper? I don't love Amari Cooper, you know, moving forward. It's one of those situations where we kind of knew what the situation was, you know, without Dorian Thompson-Robinson really had a one-game sample from him this year. That was against the Ravens. Amari Cooper obviously could not get it done in that game. I think he had like one catch for like 15 yards or something. 
I think we could give both of them the benefit of doubt for that particular matchup. This is a little bit of a better matchup against the Steelers. Steelers have been not they haven't been great against wide receivers for fantasy. They have been getting a little bit better, but it's one of those things where Mario Cooper was like in my top, I don't know, 15 or 16 wide receivers over the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Now he drops all the way down to like a borderline wide receiver three for me. He's like a low end wide receiver three for me. Like he, he is, is quite the plummet here for me personally. I need to see it first with Dorian Thompson Robinson. Um, I need to see it, um, you know, when it comes to that connection. And we haven't seen that yet. So it's super risky for me uh, when there are a lot of other wide receivers available this week. Uh, and, and you mentioned Jerome Ford, right? I can touch on that real quick. Oh, yeah. yeah. I believe that Jer- Jerome Ford is a very, very good buy low right now. Um, I would, with all of the news, he was already a buy low for me coming into the week before the Deshaun Watson news. And now it's obviously, you know, I think he does take a little bit of a hit here. Mm-hmm. Um, with Deshaun Watson not there, but you know it's not like Watson was this like quarterback who was just absolutely killing it this year, right? He wasn't, right? He was just a mid tier quarterback um, at best. So it's one of those things where they're going to depend on the ground game. Number one, number two, his utilization over the last two weeks has increased tremendously, mm-hmm. um, and he is the clear one A in this backfield. He's also their passing down back as well, which is which was formerly Kareem Hunt's role. So moving forward, you know Kareem Hunt. By the way, he has been their goal line back. Even in the last two games, right. he has been that guy. There, if there, if there is some sort of switch to Ford, if they start giving him some goal line looks here and there, I think he could potentially be a top fifteen, even top twelve the rest of the way if the utilization sticks and he gets the goal line carries. Mm. Here's the thing: the mm. Browns' defense is really, really good. It is right, and they're going to stay in games because of that. So the game script for the most part and the schedule for Jerome Ford moving forward all the way up to the champion, all, all the way up until championship week, it, you know, it's it's pretty good. Um, you brought up a term there. You said mid-tier quarterback. Um, why would a team that doesn't have a mid-tier quarterback like your New York Jets not have traded for Josh Dobbs? I'm just saying. It's a great question. Well, you you, you gotta wonder that the Browns, you know, they wish they had Josh Dobbs still, right? They traded him to Arizona, right before oh, yeah. the season started, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, I mean, I I wish the Jets did, you know, honestly, like I I really did because like look at how he's performing now in, in Minnesota, just incredible, you know, and those and those fantasy and those fantasy options are still going to be thriving. Over there, look at T.J. Hawkinson last week. For us, Siddiqui, upper hand fantasy and Odyssey original podcast, joining us as he does each and every Friday for Fantasy Friday. I'm going to ask about my team. I'm going to be a little selfish here because, dude, all of a sudden I'm sitting here, I'm seven and three. And I've got all my bye weeks for for nice. my for my best players cleared, and 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 uh, I'm looking a lot better than I was after after the first couple of weeks. So, here's my situation. Is that is that right before I started to come on the show? That's 100 percent what happened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trash, and then and then I got the Faraz bump. No, so so I've been starting Noah Brown. Okay, he had a monster couple weeks. He's out this week, which eliminates part of my question. So I have my question in here is twofold. I'm going to start at tight end. I have Dalton Kincaid and George Kittle. Which one do you like this week? I'm personally going Kincaid. Um, I okay. think the matchup against the Jets is not bad at all. Matter of fact, it's a relatively good matchup for tight ends going up against the Jets. Kincaid has been getting it done ever since he's gotten the opportunity, right? With Dawson not when Dawson Knox went down, like he's been getting it done every single week. Here's the thing with George Kittle. Number one, it's one of the worst matchups for tight ends. Number oh. two, if you look at the if you look at his target share last week, it wasn't really like there. Like it's not like he just had that one long catch yeah. pretty much for that touchdown. Yeah. Um, so all other guys are healthy. You have CMC, Debo, Ayuk. Debo and Ayuk have really good matchups too. 
this week. So yeah. it's one of those things where, you know, Kittle, you know, there's, he could be the odd man out. He could score a touchdown. He could score three. The variance for George Kittle is all over the place, right? Yeah. Uh, the floor is zero. The ceiling is 40 points. But, you know, it's one of those things where you, you have somebody like Kincaid who you, you're kind of confident in to give you that solid floor and he has the upside because yeah. of that offense. I think, I think he's the guy I'm going with. Okay, that clears part one. Thank you. Part two. So I'm going to start Dalton Kincaid. In my flex, should I go George Kittle or Michael Wilson for the Cardinals? That's where the, the ceiling comes in. I'm going to go George Kittle there. Okay. Um, I, I like Wilson. He almost scored that touchdown. Well, he scored a touchdown. They took it away last week. Um, but, you know, it really comes down to McBride and Hollywood on that offense. Um, Rondell Moore, little sneaky wide receiver if you need one. Okay, if you need a little flex play, PPR, uh, he has a really, really, really good matchup out of the slot if you need it. He had a 30% target share last week as well. Okay. So uh, Michael Wilson could be the odd man out. I do like him as a waiver wire ad. I do like him rostered. But between those two options, I'm going to go Kittle. Great. Kyle's out there trying to steal my bit uh, where I ask about my fantasy hey, team. I'm finally good, so I need help now. Okay. I'm, so, I'm in deep waters, James. I reached out to Faraz last week, the week before, uh, and he gave me a last second, like, hey, this is who I would start. Um, I had this weird situation this week where um, I'm down to one running back, um, but my son and I, our team, we're like all in on wide receivers, and we have so many wide receivers, it's crazy. So, I mean, we've got Puka, we've got Terry McLaurin, we've got Nico Collins, we've got Rasheed Rice, we've got Chris Olave, we've got Drake London, we've got Noah Brown, we've got Romeo Dobbs, and this isn't even a big roster. We just don't have Quite anything the collection. We, Quite we, the collection you got there. We, we have a huge collection, so we've dumped all of our backup quarterbacks at this point. We've dumped all of our backup running backs because they're trash, um, but I, I need... I need four, and I, so I have Dobbs. I've got Noel Brown. I've got Nico Collins. I, I have I have to write this down, man. You, okay. you gotta say it again. Go ahead. Okay, I've got <laughs> I've got Dobbs. I've got Noel Brown. I've got Nico Collins. I've got Scary Terry. I've got CD Lamb. I've got Rice, and I've got Puka. Rishi okay. Rice, not Jerry. Rishi, yes, not Jerry. Oh, okay. I was gonna say Jerry Rice has to be in, right? No. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. And We're I need, go. And I need four of these guys. Okay. We're going to go CD number one. Of course. That's We're going to go one. Puka. Puka number two. That's Love an easy it. one, too. We're going to go Nico number three. Okay. Great. And we are going to go, are we going to go Scary Terry or are we going to go Rashi? Are we going to go Scary Terry or are we going to go Rashi? Uh-oh. We Sam Howell's go. been good. I, I get hookup points. So, Rashi, I do have... Uh, I do have uh, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, of course. Rashi Rice. Wow. Wow. I'm intrigued. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. That's all I got to say. And you get a piece of the Monday night game. That's fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, By the way, Rashi yeah. Rice is one of the best matchups of any wide receiver this week out of the slot. The Eagles have been uh, the worst team defending the slot this year over the last four weeks, over the last eight weeks, and over the course of the season. Oh, see, that's why we have the great for us Sadiqi on. Every He's the week. very best. He's the he very, best, the very best, best for upper hand fantasy. All right, I'm going to grab some of our questions from the chat, uh, starting with our guy Soren. Mike Evans against the 49ers or Jalen Waddle against the Raiders? Mm. Oh, this is good. Both guys are obviously good, but Mike Evans... I'm going with Mike Evans here. He's a top 10 wide receiver for me this week. Really, really good matchup against the 49ers. The 49ers have just 
you know, not been great uh, against wide receivers. They did their thing last week. They kind of held Calvin Ridley in check, um, but that's not as hard to do. Mike Evans is is a much tougher matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, the 49ers have given up the eighth most fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers over the last four weeks, uh, the fifth most overall to wide receivers over the last four. So I think Mike Evans is the play there. Mm. Um, I'm going to go with this one from Dubs916. Pacheco or Nakua, because I, I know that you actually did a video on this on your Instagram handle, which is uh, it's Upper Hand Fantasy uh, on Instagram, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I, I And I did a video on buying Isaiah Pacheco. Now, this week against the Eagles, very, very, very tough matchup for him. But beyond that, I think it's one of those things where great playoff schedule. His role actually increased before the buy. I'm talking, you know, no other running back you know, is getting the type of work that Pacheco's getting in that backfield. 70% of the rushes, his, his route participation has increased a ton. But this week, uh, I, I have to go with Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua has had a 30 plus, 30% plus target share with Matthew Stafford. You, you know what's crazy? When Cooper Cup came back, Puka Nakua's target share actually went up. <laughs> which Ooh, is absolutely that's crazy so funny. to think. Um, but, you know, he is a you know top 15 wide receiver after this week. Maybe we bump him up even more. Um, but you, you, you got to start him. It, he, he does have a little bit of a tough matchup. He's going to see a lot of Trey Brown um, against the Seahawks. But I, I do think that regardless, um, with that type of target share, with what he's been doing all year, you got to have him in your lineup this week. Very good. I'm going to... I'm going to grab another one from the chat here because I'm done. My lineup's all set. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> all right, very good. I'm just going to start at the top. Uh, our guy Ramsey uh, wants to know, do you think the Raiders cover against Miami? I don't even know what this spread I is. don't. I don't. Um, I, I think, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, Miami, they're at home. The Raiders have had two matchups against the Jets and the Giants where they didn't really have to do a whole lot. Right, they they went up against two offenses that two offenses that don't really uh, could do do what they don't do much on offense. They could depend on Josh Jacobs. They didn't have to throw the ball a whole lot. They could play safe. I don't know if that's going to be the case. Right, like what happens when Miami goes up by two touchdowns? Mm-hmm. Like, are they built for that? I don't know if they are. Right, like yeah, sure, you can give Josh Jacobs the ball twenty five times on the ground, but if you can't do that, if the game script doesn't allow for that, what do you do? And do you break down when that happens? I think this is a little bit of a um, a scary game for the Raiders. Mm. Um, I'm going to keep it kind of in the same vein here. Uh, uh, HN, Mostert, or Cheesecake. And, and, and like, I'm taking Cheesecake overall uh, over the other two. Um, but <laughs> I, I think the bigger question is how much is uh, HN's return going to damage Mostert, who leads all running backs in, in touchdowns? Yeah. I mean, I think. It's gonna it's gonna affect it for sure. I, I don't think Mostert turns into a pumpkin cheesecake. You see how I did that? Nice, um, there it dude. Is. That's very good. Hang there on, there it is. Some applause. But that. Really I, I do think that. Thank you, thank you. I do think that HN is going to be a poten- potential top ten running back. I have him as a top ten fantasy running back this week. Now that could change depending on reports between now and Sunday with like how much work he's gonna get in his first week back. Blah 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 blah. But I do think that you know he is going to be the one A in this offense, and most is going to be the one B moving forward. It is going to affect them, you know. Obviously, that one game when HN went completely, you know, ridiculously, you know, crazy. I forget that we're on the radio here, so I, I held my tongue here. Out of so, babe, well done. Thank you. Um, 
I do think that you know there 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 isn't always going to be room for three hundred yards rushing on this offense. So yeah. there is going to be a little bit of a hit for Mostert. However, don't undervalue him. I think most people are undervaluing Mostert's role moving forward. Talking with Faraz Siddiqui, Upper Hand Fantasy and Odyssey Original Podcast, taking your fantasy football questions now at ESPN thirteen twenty. Uh, youtube.com slash ESPN1320 that is our guy Russell wants to know and he brings up Mark Andrews who was injured last night in the Ravens win over the Bengals he is out for the season if you are a Mark Andrews uh, owner in fantasy what do you do I mean listen it's it's tough I mean you can't overcome it's really hard to overcome you know having a high end tight end and you know losing him right now Trey McBride is somebody who I would be putting in offers for right now, if you can. Um, I think that his value isn't necessarily as high as the guys who've been doing it all season, like King Kincaid and Laporta. Especially Laporta has been doing it since the beginning of the year. Mm. He might be somebody that you can grab, but he ends up being like a top three or four tight end when it's all said and done at the end of the year. Um, so I think trading for someone like that makes sense. Now, if you don't have that option and you just have to pick up scraps off the waiver wire. Tyler Conklin, the last two weeks, you know, has caught 100% of the 13 targets that was thrown his way. And, you know, this is a decent matchup, you know, not a terrible matchup against the Bills by any means for tight ends. So you can put him in your lineup, especially in PPR. He's been, you know, getting it done for the most part. Zach Wilson has been looking his way. Um, that's number one. Number two, I think Luke Musgrave is available in a lot of wave of wire waiver wires i think they're going up against the chargers this week decent matchup there mm. so i am you know i'm perfectly fine with those two guys as streamers hopefully they're available yeah i was able to get dalton schultz a couple of weeks ago and that's just been what he's been he's been awesome. dad's a w yeah um let's awesome. hit a couple more of these uh how about um this one uh john poles uh adam thielen or deontay johnson they also have mari cooper i'm, I'm assuming yeah. one of those guys yeah, I mean, I would rank, I'll just rank all three of these guys, right? So I would go Adam Thielen, number one, Deontay Johnson, number two, and then distant third, Amari Cooper. Um, I think, you know, Deontay Johnson on paper, it looks like a really, really tough matchup against Cleveland, and, and it is, no doubt. But they do run man coverage at one of the highest rates in the league. Deontay Johnson, that's his wheelhouse. He can separate against anyone. Against, I think, over the last four games, this is a tweet from Al Seidenfeld. Over the last four games, he has averaged 12 and a half targets against the Browns, and this is a division foe, so they. This is over the last two years. Um, so he should be in lineups in PPR leagues. However, Adam Thielen, a little bit of a change, at, you know, a play caller here for the Panthers back to Frank Wright, right? And, and this is one of those things where over the last three games, Thielen's usage hasn't been as good as it was before the bye. Okay, so, yeah. you know, things going back Thielen's directions. Now, this is a tough matchup against the Cowboys, no doubt. They have defended the slot pretty well. This year, however, I think the the target share is going to be there. He's going to be targeted a little bit more downfield than he was over the past three games when Frank Reich was not calling the plays. So I do think that he gets a bump from the change at play caller, but a little bit of a downgrade because of the matchup. But if I had to choose, I'm going Thielen. Mm. We have a trade in our in our set of questions here. Oh, are you trading Travis Kelsey away in exchange for Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, and Jake Ferguson? I I'm okay with this as long you know if you're if you're really desperate for some depth right like you lost your wide receiver you lost your you know you just lost a running back you know I I totally get it you know I'm I'm okay with it this getting doing something like this but however I, here's the thing with me this just drastically lowers your ceiling mm. I think um, if you are plugging in these guys and like nobody's really moving to the bench 
like you had an RB2 who, you know, is basically on waiver wires in most leagues. You have a wide receiver two who, you know, you really can't do anything with. I'm perfectly fine moving Kelsey and turning him into three solid pieces. I'm perfectly fine with this if that's the case. Now, I'm also perfectly fine with the other way around on this deal if, you know, I'm very solid at wide receiver, very solid at running back, and I just need that big upgrade for Kelsey to put my team over the top. So this can work either way for me. All right. I, I like I like that answer. Um, yeah, I would have a tough time trading Kelsey. Uh, it's just yeah. Um, this is a good one. Uh, Gibbs, Connor, Mostert has to start too. Yeah, um, I'm going with Gibbs and Mostert here personally. Um, I think Gibbs is almost a must start at this point. Like the role that he saw last week out of the bye, really really good. Right, he outsnapped Montgomery. He got some goal line carries. Now, you know, thank you Montgomery for allowing him to get get give him that goal line carry because he was like, "Hey man, Jameer, do you want this?" And he gave it to him. But he did see only one less snap uh, at the goal line than David Montgomery. So this is good. This is good. Like at least that door is open for Jameer Gibbs. Whereas before this week, the door was completely shut on him getting any work near the goal line. Um, and also the the passing down stuff is there for him the good thing about jameer gibbs is that this week um who, who are they going up against again the the lions are going up against the chicago bears the bears have allowed the least yards per carry to running backs the fewest yards per carry to mm. running backs but they're allowing the most yards per reception to running backs so this is right up in gibbs wheelhouse there so he's going to be able to get it done uh between Moser and connor i'm going Moser just because the offense that they're on and the matchup as well Let's jump over to wide receivers. We're talking Faraz Siddiqui here. It's a Fantasy Friday with Faraz Siddiqui of Upper Hand Fantasy. And Faraz, uh, our guy Leezy, who actually traded away Christian McCaffrey for A.J. Brown. I don't know if you remember that deal, but that seems to it's not working out horribly. Yeah, it's it hasn't, been, it hasn't It hasn't been the worst thing. Uh, he wants to know, Tutu Atwell or Jaden Reed? And i got to tell you, I've been keeping track of Tutu Atwell because somebody tried to trade him to me. And they were like, oh, when... When Cup comes back, he's going to take all of Puka's targets and Tutu's role isn't going to change at all. I said nay. And uh, Tutu Atwell, since Puka Nakua came back, 10 catches for 104 yards and two touchdowns. I feel great about turning down that deal. But would you start him this week in a flex spot? I don't think so. Uh, I, I like Jaden Reed personally. The Chargers have been giving up uh, the six most fantasy points to slot wide receivers this year. It's a really good matchup. He got it done last week in a really good matchup as well. I'm personally going Jaden Reed. Better matchup, better usage. Excellent. Interesting. Um, I'm going to hit you with a question that I, I, I sometimes, uh, this isn't the first time I've hit it, hit you with it, but um, um, in my league, tomorrow is the last day to make trades. Is there anyone that you're like, man, go get this guy because he's just going to blow up in the last quarter of the season or the last half? Brees Hall. Brees Hall is the guy that I am trying to get anywhere I can. The matchup is really good. Them moving Michael Carter is a little bit more significant than people might think because Michael Carter has been the one who's been getting all the two-minute work, most of the two-minute work, almost all of it, almost all the long down-distance work. Basically, the passing down work is what Michael Carter has been being used for. He's gone. That's not going to be Dalvin Cook because Dalvin Cook has gotten almost zero of that work you know, throughout the season. Uh, it's definitely not going to be Izzy Abanaconda. That's not his game. Uh, he's more of a runner. So this is going to be all Brees Hall. We can potentially look up and see him getting 75 to 80% of the snap share. This two-minute work that he's going to get and this long down distance work that he's going to get now on top of the early down stuff like is going to be significant. So I see a world where he finishes top five, and on top of that, the, the rest of the season schedule is looking pretty good. 
I'm gonna rapid fire like five of these at you real quick because I want to get I want to I want to make sure we're getting through as many of these as we can uh, from our from our listeners and our viewers at YouTube.com/slash/ESPN1320. Tyje Spears against the Jags or Jalen Warren against the Browns? Jalen Warren. Very good. Quentin Johnston or Tyje Spears? It's sad, but Tyje Spears. <laughs> I relate. I relate to King Fan three 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 here with uh, <laughs> with that kind of choice to make. Uh, where's the next one? Calvin Ridley or Michael Wilson? Calvin Ridley. Great. Uh, CJ Stroud or Justin Herbert? Ooh, that's a good <sighs> Dang. That Tough is a choice. Good one. I'm going to go CJ Stroud. Yeah, it feels like Stroud to me is a guy I just want to rock with every week. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm Devin Singletary or Adam Thielen? Oh, that's tough. I'm going to go Thielen. Okay. And then at tight end, are you liking Luke Musgrave or your guy in New York, right? Tyler Conklin? Um, I'm going to go Conklin. Okay. And last one for me. Jordan Addison or Terry McLaurin in a flex spot this week? Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go Addison if... Nope, I'm going to go McLaurin. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) All right, very good. (laughs) Oh, oh, wait, hang on. One more. I forgot. Uh, Pacheco, Mostert, and Swift. You got to pick two. I am going Swift and Mostert. Very good. Faraz Siddiqui is the best in the business. Upper Hand Fantasy is where you can find his work. UpperHandFantasy.com. Upper Hand Fantasy on Instagram, right? That's the handle? That's right. Upper Hand That's Fantasy right. on Instagram. And of course, on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts, just search Upper Hand Fantasy and make sure to subscribe to all of Faraz's content. It is uh, really, really good stuff. And it's helped me get to 7-3 and three out of the season after a little bit of a rough start. So Faraz, thank you. Love it. And I uh, can't it. wait to talk to you next week. Actually, we'll, awesome. next, week's, uh, yeah. next week's the holiday. We'll get in yes. touch. We'll, we'll see if we can work out a time uh, middle of the week uh, before the Sounds holiday good. to get you on to talk to Fantasy. Appreciate you, buddy. Sounds good. Good seeing you, man. Appreciate see you, for us. Yeah, bye. Right, there he goes. Faraz Siddiqui, Upper Hand Fantasy, an Odyssey original podcast. I want to I wanna get Faraz on one time just to hang out with us for two hours. Yeah, I, I, I kind of want to just like go hang out with him like wherever. <laughs> like, let's just go. Let's go just grab go. a beer with Faraz. Yeah. I need yeah. to know his NBA takes. Damn. Yeah, let's just go hang out with him. Like, I, you know, it is what it is. Like, he's a good dude and. Uh, I, I think we all just want to hang out with him and like, you know, have uh pumpkin cheesecake, pumpkin cheesecake, a beer and talk about fantasy football. That boy, if anybody wants to do that this weekend, hit me up. That's <laughs> sounds like a really good time. Okay. We got to dive into this Spurs Kings preview. The Kings have a, have a big game against Victor Wembenyama tonight. Wemby and co. We'll talk about that next. We'll have Raiders dolphins. We'll talk Niners and Buccaneers. We've got all of that for you in the second hour on The Insiders with James Ham. I'm Kyle Madsen here on ESPN 1320. We'll be right back. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 